Modern Musings, conversations with the maiden, mother, and crones, looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello, and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Kristen Hessler, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Amber Garvin and Cindy Murray. Hi. Hey. If this is your first time joining us, we're glad to have you here. And if you're returning, then welcome back. Um, this week, we are talking about our current projects. We are all involved in lots of other things besides Modern Musings and the blog. Even though sometimes it feels like I'm blogging all the time. <laughs> but we do have our other hobbies. And we have talked about some of them. Um, like December Daily. Uh last year or like in season one we talked about you know some scrapbooking and some of the other activities that we do but I was just curious since it's been quite a while since we talked about uh the projects that we're working on what everyone is currently working on right now or if there's any projects that kind of got pushed to the back burner or things that you're eager to start but haven't been able to so um I'm well I'll just kind of open up because uh, with what like uh, I'm working on was not working on too many projects. <laughs> so at the beginning of the year, I set a goal on my Cultivate What Matters to complete five projects that I had already started. And like I'm telling you, I have a braided rug, a braided t-shirt rug that I started in 2012 that is still incomplete. Like I'm just sewing the end pieces and uh I have like a whole room of things stashed away that are I bought you know good intentions I bought all the supplies to make this but I never made it I have these half finished Christmas ornaments that I made one year you know the life of ADD that's what happens we start projects and we don't always finish them mm, pretty so, much pretty much um, what ended up happening was I told myself I was not allowed to buy any more things to start a new project or start a new hobby or um start any kind of new endeavor project wise until I finished some of the ones that I already had and it was really hard to determine which ones I wanted to start with first so I used the Eisenhower matrix and uh, if you checked out my blog you'll see how I put uh, the Eisenhower matrix to use on this particular it was a project to determine what projects I was going to work on. Yeah, uh, that's how we roll. <laughs> but what I did was I organized my Eisenhower matrix into four quadrants. One was the upper left-hand corner was projects that I already had the supplies for that were incomplete that I could finish without buying more supplies. And then um, the other quadrants were... Um, projects where I had all of the things to start the project, but it had not been started yet. And then one of the other quadrants uh, on the right side was items where it may be an incomplete project or, well, yeah, it would be an incomplete project. Or not but started. I didn't have, no, oh. uh, the bottom was not started and the top, oh, okay. top two rows were started. Okay. So uh, on the upper right-hand corner was started, but do not have all of the supplies. So I could not just pick it up and do it. Right. I needed to go to Michael's or somewhere to do something uh, to, to acquire another piece for it. So, and then the bottom quadrant was all of the ideas where I didn't have the products or hadn't started it, but, you know, they just pop in my head because while I have all these current projects to work on, I was thinking of other things like, ooh, I want to try stained glass or I would love to get back into jewelry making or you know various other things or maybe you or maybe you have some of the products you need but not everything you need no, to start it that would be the ones that that would be the the one above okay so the but bottom those, are, quadrant, those have been started though right some of them right You okay. can just check it out on I'll, the blog. It's yeah. easier to see than, <laughs> than to talk about. But by sorting them into those different areas, that bottom 
section allowed me to still have the freedom to be creative and come up with ideas of things Mm -hmm. and I could just put them on the table for later and uh, so I wouldn't forget that I wanted those things the desire is still there for some of them some of them I'm like yeah I I really don't want to do that six months later and I can cross it off Um, but it also keeps me from adding more projects because the goal was to finish ones that I'd already started that Mm -hmm. I already had the supplies for because what's holding me back just time And I actually had 20 different projects that were incomplete and I had all the supplies for. So I'm like, okay, my goal is just to do five. So then I sorted my list by priority and then I determined which ones I wanted to finish first. I picked ones that were easy to finish or more important. And, um, and then I, you know, continued all the way down through all of them. So, If you're like me and you just have like your hands in all the different buckets or you keep trying hobbies and you're not finishing them, this is a really good way to kind of get your head out of the clouds and actually get to working on something by setting a goal. And so that's something I've been striving for the past year is working on those things. Um, I have reconsidered one of them because it was no longer important to me. I realized I really don't care about this project anymore and I decided to throw the stuff away. I just got rid of it. So it was no longer a value to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I gave myself permission to ditch a project and never look back. And uh, so that's kind of like what I'm doing now. And um, I'm going to continue doing that for the rest of the year. And although I have like lots of hopes and dreams to start new projects, I'm actually currently not working on anything new. My main projects are still finishing up my 2018 scrapbook that I never finished (laughs) (laughs) and my 2020 one because I started them both at the same time. So I I told myself this year I was not allowed to work on 2022 scrapbook until I finished Mm. 2018. Mm -hmm. So I tabled 2020 and I'm just trying to hustle to finish out 2018 so that I don't get too far behind. Okay. okay. So yeah. I'm working on scrapbooking and um, just mostly just my paper crafts because those seem to take up the most space. And um, I actually packed up a lot of the things that I wasn't working on when I started that Eisenhower Matrix. I said, hey, jewelry making is not on any of these projects. So I put all the jewelry stuff out in the garage oh, to make room. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a good idea. I've I've recently finished up some projects. I I actually was inspired by your idea of the the Eisenhower matrix when you first kind of started working on that earlier in the year, and I um, also did a similar thing. It took me a lot longer to get to that point though, um, <laughs> and I think I mentioned earlier uh in an earlier podcast or maybe one of the blogs that one of my big projects this year was just kind of restoring my house to some normalcy Mm -hmm. after we had um all the people moving in and out in and out in and out and then we had all the renovations through Christmas and January and stuff so um and it's been a very slow process because at the same time one of my major projects has been to rebuild my business because my business was basically shut down for two years because of COVID. Um, and because of, you know, taking care of my mother, um, who has dementia. So, um, even though that's not a crafty project, it is a bit creative and it does take up a bunch of my time. So I spent a lot of time doing that and that made the, uh, reorganizing, redecorating my house take a little bit longer than I had intended. And so uh, a lot of that redecorating involved uh, moving things back from the garage. And it took me a while to get to that. And then the weather got hot and things like that. So um, I'm just kind of wrapping some of that up. So I haven't done a lot of crafting lately and I'm just kind of just now getting into that organizing the craft projects um, but using a similar method to yours but mine are um, the I use the the matrix again and so the top the top row is have started 
and the bottom row is have not started. Mm -hmm. And then the left is have all the supplies. Yes. And the other one is no, don't not, have don't all have the all supplies. supplies. Yeah, that's exactly what mine so, was. But so I just that didn't bottom, say it very clearly, yeah, <laughs> that bottom right quadrant is I haven't started it, and I don't have all of the supplies. Exactly. I might yeah. have some of the supplies, but I don't have all of the supplies. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's the way mine is. And then I also sorted them, and I tried to keep a variety of different kinds of and and I actually have been doing this part of it all year keep a variety of different kinds of projects going all at the same time because sometimes I get bored working on one type of craft or whatever mm -hmm. so um so I usually have a scrapbooking project a sewing project um some kind of journaling project or art in some other way um and and then whatever else, you know, maybe home decor or um, just something. Sometimes, usually I have something mindless to do also. So what I have going right now is my project life. And I think we've talked about this or mentioned it once or twice, which is a pocket-based scrapbooking system. So the pockets are, you know, four by six pockets to fit a photo or three by four pockets to fit little journaling cards. It's a half of a photo. So I can either print photos to put in the pockets or I can um, use these cards that you buy. Um, and it was a system invented by Becky Higgins. And I found it to be a really quick way to capture um, a week at a glance every week. And I've been trying to, I got a little behind because of some things and so I've been trying to get that one caught back up and I'm just about there now. And then I've also had an ongoing project for a long time now, several years of making t-shirt quilts with, um, some of our old t-shirts. So, uh, both of my kids were in scouts. My son was an Eagle scout and Kristen was a gold award scout. So, um, and my husband was a scout master for the Boy Scouts, and I was a leader for the Girl Scouts. So we've got tons and tons and tons of scouting shirts. And then we have um, various T-shirts from sports and um, orchestra and whatever clubs and things that the kids belong to. So we have just tons of T-shirts. And we all cleaned out the closets, and the kids outgrew the T-shirts or whatever, and I've just kept this collection of them and I've been going through and turning those into little quilts so that um, they can preserve the t-shirts and have something useful out of them. And uh, I'm also working on some Christmas gifts, which I'm not going to discuss here. <laughs> and um, But when I was talking about uh, mindless projects, I usually have either like a coloring book that I'm working in because I love to just... Uh, color or doodle or you know I might disentangle or something like that uh, while I watch TV I have I'm a I'm a former smoker I haven't smoked in 15 years I think it's been now so um, but I still have that restless hand problem so I I gotta I have to do something with my hand and I don't want to eat um, I, I did spend a lot of time eating popcorn and stuff while I watch TV and I'm trying not to do that. So, um, I'll do something like, uh, coloring or, um, Zentangle, which is, um, kind of meditative drawing. And then, um, or I do diamond dots, which is a really fun, it's painting with, uh, like rhinestones instead of paint instead of paint and it, they're like paint my number kind of thing but it's these little rhinestones that you stick and I will link all of the the Zentangle and the diamond dots on the the uh, blog on the heard it on the podcast but um, I, I like to do those because I don't have to think about it it's just you know kind of like paint my numbers you just oh number one okay here's a number one put it on the dot and um I, I like doing those kind of things. So I always have some kind of project like that. And, um, 
then I also have like a, a bullet journal project that I do. It is um, less, well, I guess it is a journal. It's it's not a planner type bullet journal. A lot of people will put like calendars in theirs and they keep a weekly um, calendar of activities or whatever. But mine is more like a uh, a book of lists or a book of things I need to remember or keep track of, you know, trackers and things like that. So I have um, like a, a list of books I want to read this year or a list of movies I want to watch and checklists of my daily routine and just little things like that in there. And I like to add pages to it ever so often. You know, my, my favorite food to eat out or my uh, – vacation bucket list or something like that and I'll I'll just make a little page in there and that's a fun thing to do because it's a it's kind of part drawing and part drafting like design uh you know with rulers and all that so it's, it's kind of fun and uh so I I have I have those going on and I usually always have a some kind of travel scrapbook going on at the same time too because um, I travel and I like to make a, some kind of book about, about our adventures. So that's, that's one of the things that I usually keep going. What about you, Amber? Oh, <laughs> um, Walker, I, what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. Uh, Amber uh, was not prepared to be like run down with like fifty projects. <laughs> yeah, I like had what I I had like what I wanted to say, and then like I lost it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I had a whole list. So <laughs> yeah. I, um. Recipes? Were you still doing that? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, what, are you, what are you doing with your recipes? Well, uh, for the last, I think I started it during Snowvid. Ah. Um, so like a year and a half ago, but, uh, I have been collecting cause I am a compulsive cook magazine, oh, recipe magazine collector. And I have been collecting all of the recipes that I have done out of those magazines and all of the recipes that I want to do, and I have been categorizing them and organizing them by types of recipes, and I've been putting them in a binder. Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so that's one project that I'm working on. And uh, right before COVID, I started working on a blackout poetry book, like using an actual book to make my blackout mm. poetry. And I'm working in a uh, Frankenstein book. Ooh. So I have, occasionally I'll work on that, my blackout poetry book and my Frankenstein book. I know we talked about in um, a previous podcast during National Poetry Month about blackout poetry. So that's something that I've been working on. And... Um, I also have a book of lists that I've been working on. And uh, I've also been, like, in the preliminary stages, maybe thinking about picking back up my writing. I've been jotting some stuff down. What's your book of lists? Uh, I mean, I know what it is, but <laughs> other people might not know what you okay. mean by that. Sounds book interesting. Uh, well, my uh, book of lists, I have a dot grid journal, and I started it in uh, 2021. So I made, I made a bunch of lists to coincide like uh, what I wanted to accomplish for the year. So in a sense that, say, um, one of my goals for the year was to get healthier so one of uh, my pages consists of ways that I can be healthier in my life 
Okay, so that's yeah. one like one of the pages that's in the Cultivate What Matters that you set up at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my goals was to read a certain number of books. And uh, so now that it's 2022, I've just added to that list of books that mm-hmm. I've read because I didn't make my book goal. So I'm still adding to the list. And then I went beyond all of those lists that coincide my goals for the year with um, I have a favorites section. So every time I think of a movie that I really like, that's one of my favorite movies, I'll write it down. Or every time I have an artist that I really Mm -hmm. like, I will write it down. Or every time I have a poem that I really like, I'll write it down. And I carry that list with me pretty much. I carry that list journal with me pretty much everywhere in case I think of something that I want to write down. It's like so a biography of Amber in list form. It, it yeah, sounds, pretty it much. Sounds yeah, it sounds a lot like my, my bullet journal yeah. or bujo as they're often called. So it, my bujo is very similar to that. Um, different kinds of lists. but And mine also has trackers trackers in it um so i can make charts or you know little tick marks or whatever Mm -hmm. as i finish things but i but i love i love lists i lister's got a list man you know right (laughs) yeah that's i always have lists going and see i also have my apn my all-purpose notebook if you don't know what that is and i have lists going on in that Mm -hmm. as well I generally start my lists in the APN and then I will move them over to my finalized list journal. I I do that too. I use the notepad on my phone or my iPad. I I utilize that also with lists. And and it's, it's full of lists. And then when I get tired of looking at it there, I'll move it to the, to the bullet journal. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess so. One pro one project, final project I wanted to talk about that I am currently working on. I haven't announced this on the podcast yet, but I am engaged. My boyfriend and I got engaged a while back. So I am Colonel Colonelly. I am <laughs> currently <laughs> making a wedding planner with all of my wedding information in it. And I have lists after lists of checklists that I am making (laughs) in the planner and I am making it from scratch because I thought it would be a fun thing to do that it that really helped Kristen Mm -hmm. and I a lot when Mm -hmm. we planned her wedding having that that wet I need to do a a blog or something about that I've turned mine into kind of like a little scrapbook Amber I took um I actually used the the discs that you get with Happy Planner, and I use my laminator, and I laminated a, f- a cover, and I used um, craft paper, like the cardstock that's kind of like a brown color because mm-hmm. it kind of matched my wedding theme, and I used uh, everything in that. Like if we were planning stuff, I just punched it with the same type of uh, hole puncher that fits those those little discs see that's what and i'm kind of pick up to like do, yeah pick up like flyers from different venues and uh the caterers and stuff and we would just kind of stuff them all in there and um receipts from stuff i would pop in there um pictures everything like all of that stuff wound up inside of there um and it's just kind of like an actual like a scrap book that's just like all the little scraps of the planning so that was kind of cool because it kind of like got built while we were planning stuff mm-hmm. um it it still has some things like you know title pages and stuff that i haven't put in it yeah and, to and, make it fancy, and since but. i was kind of the wedding planner on this i had one that was a little more functional like a binder yeah it, i i used i actually used the tool uh which is like the happy planner disc system and um but i actually had like financial data in there um i had a bunch of checklists that that were downloadable and um, just yeah. just a ton of stuff that uh, yeah, my, at, at swatches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same similar thing. But it was a, it was a real lifesaver because every time we went out to go do planning, 
we could just take yeah. that with and yeah yeah because wedding yeah. planning in itself is a project it is you know, a when project. i say yeah. what kind of projects we're working on i don't mean just like craft projects it's like right. what are you dedicating your time to besides work and right you know blogging well, well sometimes <laughs> my work is my plan my projects too yeah. because as That's a travel true. agent i often have group projects that i'm working on yeah. and stuff like that so um, you know, now that cruising is back, I am working on more group cruises um, with various themes. So that's also one of my projects that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. um, and and you've probably heard me talk about some of them. But um, well, we all know my work is one big, long lesson planning project. <laughs> right. And that I, is, yeah. I have and it's the way that we write our lesson plans for work is kind of like a you know, mini journal or whatever. Yeah, it's and like a project book. we all book. have to, and we put them in an online folder. So it is kind of like a project book, yeah. I, an online one. I, I love that, you know, uh, things have worked in that project mode for a long time now. But um, I, I don't know if, if Raina does it at school, but I know when my son Stephen was at school, that was he he went to uh, an academy for for stem um and so everything they did was um project based so they they did science and engineering and math and technology and it was all it was all project driven lessons so they taught them how to develop a project plan and how to keep track of all that stuff and like a portfolio. Yes. And yeah. and I mean they kept they kept the whole thing, you know, just just like you would if you were a researcher. A or, researcher or building a, a elementary school or, you know, you're a designer or whatever, you know, all of that they taught them how to how to catalog that stuff and all the different categories of stuff they had to keep track of and and I love that and I I use that methodology even in my personal household projects, you know, a lot. Oh, because yeah, like my household binder, it's a project it thing. It is because a project, yes. running a household is a project. It's a job. Yes. And, you know, having, like, all the crucial information all together in one place is just, it's been a lifesaver. Oh, yeah. And 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 so things like that, I, I just love doing those project books like that or project folder or a project notebook or mm -hmm. whatever because, I, I don't know, it just helps me stay on top of the projects and even just with small projects around the house. Well, and we're so on the go these days, too, that a file cabinet isn't always the best option because yes. if you take a file folder with you somewhere, you're going to lose a Papers piece of paper of or yes. something. And, um, you know, file cabinets, although it could be centrally located where everyone can have access to it, but if you're working on a project with your spouse and your file cabinet is in your office and you work from home you know then you probably don't want them coming in to dig in the file cabinet to find you know the project plans for your patio you know, expansion of your patio yeah. right exactly yeah um my uh my husband travis is actually working on a project right now um one of his goals was to convert a part of the garage into like a man cave kind of area because he uh, also likes to work on projects. He likes to refurbish furniture um, and do decoupage. And so he really wanted a space to do that because you really can't do that kind of stuff in the house. And um, my craft room, there's just not room for that, to, like for us to share space. Mm -hmm. So um, he's been working on re organizing like the layout of the garage because we have a functioning garage we actually don't park our cars there um but we have like our laundry room is in the garage and then he is going to have his workspace and then we have like a lot of hobbies obviously so we have a storage for like camping and outdoor activities in the garage as well so um his project um on top of like just organizing the garage is learning how to make a project book um, and mm -hmm. kind of like outline what the steps are, the supplies that he needs. And because there's multiple um, th phases and stuff going on at once 
with the act of like transforming the garage because we're having to purchase like pieces of furniture and we're swapping out the way we store some of the things from like boxes into tubs and stuff like that. So he's got a bunch of different mini projects that go for this one main project mm-hmm. um you know it's kind of like cultivate what matters you're, you're knocking down, down your because yeah. the main goal is to convert the garage into a workspace but you also need to get all the christmas decorations all in one place because they're like scattered all over the garage right so that was its own little mini goal project and um so we've been working on that um and i've been kind of showing him how to make like project plans like that and too. That, well and that's kind of what i was talking you know trying to get at was you know nowadays kids learn this in school but a lot of us um a lot of older people did not learn this in school and if mm-hmm. you don't have a job where you work with projects um if you're not a you know a project type employee then you may not have ever learned how to do that. And, right. you know, I, there's a lot of people who, who don't encounter the need to use that in their job mm-hmm. every day. But it really is a great, you know, thing. It, it really kind of goes with our goals girl thing, you know, and the cultivate what matters, project, you know, power sheets or whatever. It, it, it does. Everything does, right? It does. It all goes back to <laughs> cultivate what matters. One little one word. Little word. <laughs> and we're, we're, we are. Smart I know we're goals, broken records. Day planners. But, but, it, but it really does because learning, learning to be able to set up that book and, and to break a project down or even just using the matrix to figure out what, what is a good project to start and and what can go on the back burner and what is just a pipe dream right you know, exactly yes because literally half the things on my little bottom corner of my matrix are pipe dreams you know yeah. they're just like i would really love to learn how to do stained glass but i am not going to go out and buy like soldering tools and i don't even know what else you need for that but <laughs> you know there are classes that you can take exactly to... but see i'm not going to do that because i have a whole room full of supplies that i need to use for the other first hobbies. Yes, yeah. yes and that and yeah. that's the the idea is you know use keeping my head out of the things. clouds a little bit yes you know? but but still go ahead and document those things as you think about it you know yeah put it, Put it in your little notebook, on your little list. This is something I want to do later, mm-hmm. but not right now because I need to do the things where I've already started it and I have everything here to finish it. I need to do those and get them out of the way first. Mm-hmm. And that's like me and the the t-shirt quilts. I've been working on these t-shirt quilts, guys, for like, what, three, four years now? <laughs> Since before I met Travis. Yeah, so it's it's been a while. And... um. And well, and I've been collecting the t-shirts since the kids were little. So, um, and it, I will say it takes a long time to do one of them or it does for me because I don't have a lot of time to dedicate to it. And I don't, I don't do a lot of sewing at home. I mostly take my sewing on a retreat and do it there. So I don't get a lot done with it, but, but it is a project and it is at the top of my list and I'm working on it again and being able to prioritize stuff and and getting getting my studio, my craft room in order, which was a major project for me this year, really helped me to do that because I could access all of those projects I started. And because right. I had a lot of them that I had started, but the, you know, part of it was over here. That part was of it was my over problem there, at the beginning of the year, and, too. Or I didn't know if I had all the parts for it because it was, you know. And so I, you know, having that, getting that organization project done first, um, which was, you know, I used the same project notebook idea with that as well. You know, I had a whole list of all the things that I had to do to get that done and I prioritized them by what had to go first and what would be quick and easy. And, you know, if I could knock out a quick and easy one every day, that was great. And, you know, but, but being able to see it on paper really helped to see what I needed to do. But, you know, that's the nature of projects, I guess. So Yeah. Yeah. And, 
and um, you know, some of you may not get so swamped in your hobby that you have like this dilemma that we do. Not everybody has that problem. Um, <laughs> Most people have one hobby. I'm a serial yeah, right. hobbyist. Um, <laughs> I see them and I take them all. And anytime <laughs> I see a new craft, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to incorporate that into my life. I want to do them all. But I also need to do it enough times to be good at it. So yes. I found that, you know, like it's, you need to take that time to dedicate to, you know, that hobby. Anyone who's a hobbyist knows, you know, that you can't just build, you know, a ship inside of a bottle without like practicing on miniatures and building things and stuff like there's you know there's skills to those things and so I really wanted to just like focus on the ones that I already have the supplies for and I've already got the skills for and I like the results of them instead Mm -hmm. of like continuing to like start a scarf and not finish it I have all these little crochet nubs I do too and I'm like why (laughs) do I keep doing this I'm really not good at crochet I only know like two stitches and I just reserve it for the winter time because it's so scratchy on my skin and it gets really hot. And like someday I just want to have like this cute scarf and I want a crochet Afghan. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I want to make one. But at the same time, like I am not ready to commit that much time to making a quality piece so I just have to put it away and just say I'm not gonna do this right and retire the crochet hooks whether it's long term or temporary right now it is not for this year I'm not allowed to pick up the crochet hooks all year um (laughs) and I never I never actually said what the crafts or the um oh you didn't the projects that I'm working on other than of course modern musings because this is a project um, you know, it's more than a project now. It's, it's quite evolved into just a piece of my life now, but, um, the ones that I'm working on this year that I'm failing miserably at completing, I have not finished any (laughs) of these projects yet, but it is still only September. So we'll see, but I still have my 2021 Christmas quilt Uh, that I'm not done with. I only have about a side and a half that I'm stitching the border around. Okay. And then I'm done. And then I have my scrapbook 2018. These are in prioritized order. Christmas quilts number one, because I would like to have it on my lap for Christmas this year. (laughs) Uh, The intention was to be done with it last year at Christmas, but I wasn't. Yeah, no. My scrapbook 2018. My December daily 2021. I finished mine, yay! Yeah, I, I still have about 10 pages left. I am okay as long as it is done before November 30th of this year. <laughs> the done by so December. That done one by might, December. That one, I might need to bump that one up to level two instead of level three. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I have a little banner that I started that's like you hang over. My intention was to hang it over my cubicle at work. And each little uh, chipboard triangle or um pen pendant pendant or, yeah. thank you um, pennant pennant yes, yes thank you pennant their little pennants um would have like a letter of my name and uh, it had like little flowers and little tchotchkes to glue on it and I have all the pieces I have all the letters cut out the pennants are covered in the matching paper and there's a ribbon it just needs to be glued down so that one just needs some time and hot glue yeah, it sounds like you need to take that one to our retreat in December. Right, or and something. just finish it up. Just whip but it the out. funny thing is, it was for my cubicle, and I think I started it in 2012. Oh, my. And so it's never made yeah. it to my cubicle, and now I don't have a cubicle to hang it up. And then my last thing was my scrapbook 2021. Um, I had not even started 2020 because that was the simultaneous mm-hmm. scrapbook. I was doing one week at a time. And, um, so that one's a little bit lower on the list. But those are my five projects. So say a prayer for me that I actually get them completed. <laughs> I'm kind of like hauling butt now because the, you know, last quarter of the year is coming up and it gets busier. So I'm running out of time. So <laughs> Well, let me, let me ask you this because you mentioned December daily. Are you going to do December daily? That's why I said I need to finish December daily this year. Or last year's December daily right. before November the 30th. Yeah. 
Yeah. That, if that's if that's I do not have thing. it, here's the deal that I told myself. If I am not complete with December Daily this year, because I just don't really have an interest in doing it. Like, I do, but I don't. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I'm not hungry for it right now. And it's, I mean, who is? It's summertime. Or, you yeah. know, it's the end of summer, fall's coming. Um, but once it gets closer to Christmas, I might be like all giddy for it. So I might actually finish, but if I am not hungry to finish it and start the next one, then I will not start and I will not do one for next year. So, (laughs) okay. I have another question for you. Um, you mentioned the banner that's from 2012. Do you have any projects that have been hanging around longer than that that you haven't oh, finished? Oh, let me look because I got a long list here. <laughs> what about you, Amber? Do you have any old projects you haven't finished? Um, well, I the novel I wrote in high school, which my 20-year high school reunion is this month. Oh, that's the, an the, oldie. No, the novel I wrote in high school I was going to get it published, and they told me that I needed to make it longer. So I have been expanding and editing it for 20 years. (laughs) And that that doesn't count the uh, novel, the graphic novel that Kristen and I kind of started in college. And we never finished. And that we never finished. We've been working on that one off and on for 18 years. It sounds like you need a project matrix, Amber. It does. I need a matrix for my writing projects because I have so many. I'm going to top you on that long project, though. Okay, you probably do because I I think I know what it is. Well, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I had a sweater it was like a little sweater vest it, it's this is how old it is it probably would not be even in style now but i ran across it the other day this in one like of my boxes excuse coming up it, it was well i had this sweater and it got a little run in it and it wasn't a run that i could fix but i had this brilliant idea to take um a, like a a white sequined applique swirl to to applique on that run and cover it up and make the sweater a little bit fancier. And I thought, oh, this will be so cool. And I went looking for the applique to do it, and I couldn't find anything right away. And so I set it aside. And this was back when I worked for Furs Incorporated. So that would have been a really before long time. Stephen was born. I think I was in second grade when you worked there. Yeah, um, 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, so that, 30 about years. Then. Yeah, thirty-year project. Thirty-year project. Well, and so. now, so I will say that one's kind of like a hoarder excuse because you saved something with the intent to start a project or do something with and it. And I never did anything. with You're it. still holding yes. on to old sweater. So I do have. Um, a project that's also kind of like that I but I purchased something and then never actually like finished it um, oh, I have those I too. have some of those yeah long time ago I think this was before Amazon even I bought because I bought it on eBay it was like this multi-pack of herbs uh I think there were 60 little packages of herbs and it was like everything like rose petals oh wait a minute Um, i think i remember that because you had it on a wish list didn't you no those are seeds those are seeds okay never mind never mind these are like actually like poly bags full of herbs so that you can make tinctures and uh, incense and stuff like that and they were all in these poly bags and my intention was to take them and move them over to like apothecary jars. <laughs> uh, and they're still sitting in the in the little poly bags mm-hmm. uh, still. Um, I think I bought those in like 2005. Okay. Yeah, yeah, long time, right? Some of them have probably lost like their potency or their scent. Um, but the funny thing is uh, like some of the uh, – the labels that were printed on them were you they used like one of those heat printers and so oh, you can't even tell <laughs> what they are don't anymore. even have labels on them oh, anymore no. because they've just faded over time yeah oh. see i have a bag of cameos like the backs of a cameo to the and then like you put you know the stuff or whatever mm-hmm. you want inside like and the pop frame it. Mm-hmm. yeah i have i have a frame of cameos that i got in my head that i was going to make a bunch of cool cameos because i love cameos and i want to say that i ordered those around that time 
So yeah. like I have was like, that an eBay? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had some random <laughs> good intention, little good intention <laughs> projects like that. Okay, I'll tell you something funny. So like years and years ago, and I've been carrying around with me everywhere because I love the sh- I loved the shape of it. I don't know. I don't know if they still make it, but the palm juice. Oh, the little round bottles? The little round bottles. I had a round palm bottle, and I've been carrying it around with me everywhere because I wanted to do something out of that bottle. I thought it was so (laughs) cool looking. And so I finally, the last week of school, we did a Frankenstein project, my eighth graders did, where they had to make their own Frankenstein monsters and um out of any kind of materials that we could come up with styrofoam bottles whatever and I made one along with the class and I finally used that bottle and made a Frankenstein monster with it craft you actually got to use it yes I don't you feel so vindicated I do I feel I love it when I do that I had that for like 15 years you're like see that's why I've been carrying yeah I've been carrying it for 15 years (laughs) (laughs) this palm bottle and I got rid of a bunch of other crafty stuff I actually have a giant light bulb (laughs) from your old dining room it was like this weird it had like a little tiny screw on the light bulb but it was like a big globe like a like a cantaloupe or something it was huge yeah it was the size of a cantaloupe and I have always wanted to decorate my scrapbook room like the Emerald City and do a bunch of Wizard of Oz stuff and I thought wouldn't it be cool I could make like a hot air balloon and like paper mache around it and I've been carrying around this old busted light bulb for like 10 years <laughs> there there was actually i i started her on that path because there was actually a i think it was a pinterest pin where people had taken light bulbs and they um they used like lead hot lead and things like that and they did uh lines and things like that on light bulbs and then hung you know they took the uh the silver screw part off and then hung it down and made a basket out of it. And they turned these light bulbs into these beautiful, beautiful hot air balloons. And they had them all hanging. And I, I looked forever for instructions how to do it and never could find it. But I, I showed her that project. So I started her on that path (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and that you was gave I, me say, the light bulb I gave too. her the light bulb. I think I've got a few light bulbs saved too of different shapes that I thought would be really cute for that. And and I kept weird things like that yeah. too. That is on my list of projects that I will not be starting this year. Yes, <laughs> I had just a like bunch the year before <laughs> paper lanterns that I was going to do something with mm. at one point in time. I eventually threw them away or they got broken or something, but I carried those around with me everywhere, and I was going to do something with those paper lanterns, and I never did. I have I have lots of books and journal things that I was going to alter or do mm-hmm. something with that, are, that have been hanging around, and I actually about eh, probably 10, 10, 12 years ago, I was in Michael's and they're, they have their little dollar bins or whatever you call them. And I walked by and they had these little wooden bird houses for a dollar and they were the cutest little things. I just thought they were so cute. And I was going to buy these. I, well, I did buy a couple of these little bird houses and I was going to paper, uh, you know, decoupage or paper them, you know, with my scrapbook papers. Um, and put them on there. I, I had seen this picture in a magazine. And I actually, when I saw the books, I actually went and found the magazine because I still had the magazine. And somebody had done this with all these little birdhouses. And they had actual live birds. Were, um, I think they did it with wallpaper. But um, they had this wall in their house. And they had pet birds. And so they had all these birdhouses. And I just... I fell in love with those little birdhouses and I wanted to make little birdhouses and hang them up in my craft room. And I've had those birdhouses forever and have done nothing with it. 
And I don't even know where I would hang them if I did them now, but they're still in there somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, one of these days I will probably throw the birdhouses away. <laughs> now, just decorate them for other people and give, give them, them or away. make them Christmas themed and hang them oh, up. Oh, that is true. I could Christmas do that. Time. Put Christmas paper on them. Yeah, those would be cute gingerbread birdhouses. Oh, yeah. See, I want to start a new project now. <laughs> I know. Finish yeah. your five first. Thank you. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> then, then you can do five next year, and yeah, that I can know. be one of them. You can uh, add a and new then, one and next then year. And then in three more years, I'll be done with the first section of the Eisenhower Matrix list. <laughs> Maybe by the time I'm 80, I can tackle well, trying out stained glass. <laughs> well, you just need to get more crafty time in. You know, yeah. craft time is self-care time, so. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to make plans for it and do it, stick with it. it. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. I know we just kind of just rambled and rambled about our projects, but hopefully you had a little bit of fun with us and maybe can relate to you know what we're going through. <laughs> I, I want to hear what they, what projects other people yes, have going on. That yes, share with us. Maybe we'll add more things to mm-hmm. the, that Eisenhower matrix. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, I want to do that too. Send a picture, because um, <laughs> I'm just hurting for punishment. Um, and don't forget to check out the blog because if you're only listening to the podcast, you're only getting one part of the story. So you know, I'm not very good at visually explaining my Eisenhower matrix, but you can definitely check it out. I'll have the link available so that you can use that matrix yourself. And um, we'll pick up um, the next conversation with Cindy. And next week, what are we talking about? We're we're actually talking about camping. Um, And more specifically, camping foods when you can't have a fire. Um, I And I don't want to go into too much about this, but I love camping. And it's getting to be camping weather for me. And so I I want to talk about camping, and we're going to talk about it. She said camping. Camping, yes. <laughs> I'm from Texas. We go camping. <laughs> we do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd like to give special thanks to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our music and recording equipment. And then, of course, we also want to thank our listeners, too, because without you guys, we wouldn't have the podcast. So thank you for coming back every week on Wednesday and checking us out oh and if you enjoyed our podcast definitely give us a good rating and share the feed with your friends until next time check you later bye